Welcome to the Maryville Forum Sports Podcast. I'm John Dykstra, joined by Anthony Crane. Uh, we are going to be previewing this week's um, high school basketball tournament action. Full slate of games with, uh, with Maryville in action in Cameron. Uh, North, the Northwest Missouri tournament featuring West Nottaway, North Nottaway, Nottaway Old. Uh, Northeast Nottaway is going to King City. And Platte Valley is going to the North Platte Tournament. But before we dive into those, I just spent eight hours at wrestling today. So I, I kind of feel the need to, to talk this out and give our wrestling kids some, uh, some coverage here because they deserve it after today's effort. Uh, Kieran Watkins, uh, we talk a lot about kind of athletes persevering and everything. Kieran Watkins' story... I, not to pub my own work, but you should read it. Um, they, uh, Karen Watkins is wrestling with a torn ACL um, that he is waiting to get repaired to after the season. Has a huge leg brace on it. And all he did today was win an MEC Conference Championship and be named the most outstanding wrestler in the entire tournament. So shout out to Karen Watkins before we, we start this basketball talk other medalists today for Maryville Drew Spire and Court Watkins each took second and uh Maven Vett and uh and Zeke Adamson each took uh third in the tournament so good day for Maryville wrestling we don't talk a lot of wrestling on this podcast but I felt the need to to start out with that but with that being said Let's turn to basketball. And Anthony, um, starting with this Cameron tournament, uh, the the girls' tournament's kind of still up in the air, so we can't really preview that too much right now. They've had a lot of teams get quarantined um, and just not be able to participate. They've had three teams so far be quarantined, so they've had to redo the tournament a few times. Um the most recent ones are Lawson and Benton uh, being quarantined. So we're down to five teams in that tournament. Um, you can't talk too much about it without seeing the bracket, but Maryville is the number one seed. They were before all these teams were quarantined. So good chances for them to win it. Um, but flipping to the boys' tournament, one we can actually see. The Maryville boys are the four seed in that tournament, uh, with Chill Coffee being the five. So really kind of fun matchup in the first round there with Chill Coffee. Um, Anthony, you you saw the the Maryville boys last weekend, and uh, and if anybody saw my story from yesterday and covering them, uh, maybe Anthony's got some more positive spin to put on it. But um, just what Maryville boys where have you seen them develop so far this year and uh and what do you expect out of them in this tournament you know the the savannah game was a bit weird uh you and i discussed that you know after i saw your story um that i did read um since you think i seem to ignore yours uh um but you were the one (laughs) but savannah's been weird this year you know uh after i read the story i kind of looked at their schedule um, you know, they lost to Benton by like 30 points at the beginning of the year and then beat them by 20. Um, 
and with quarantine, it's hard to figure these teams out, really. Uh, maybe Savannah's, uh, you know, starting to really uh, catch on a little bit. Um, but it was disappointing either way, uh, the performance I think that Maryville had. Um, the only positive spin maybe I can put on it is it's a good – maybe a good loss to kind of refocus them because they seemed like a team that was headed in the right direction um, with some good wins, you know, a close loss to center. It was a really good team. Um, and then the Savannah game was a bit of a dud. Um, so maybe that's a good wake-up call, really refocus them heading into this tournament. The Chillicothe draw, that's a, that's a tough one for Maryville, you know, a team that's really given them a hard time uh, in recent history. Um, so that, that really tells us a whole lot about um, where they are um, because I think Chillicothe is probably a little bit better than a five seed in that tournament. Yeah, that that tournament feels pretty loaded. Uh, you jumped a little bit on Savannah. I was going to let you let you talk them up a little bit with Glenwood, and then I was going to hit Savannah. But Maryville, despite Savannah being being an improved team, Maryville just came out and did not look like Maryville in that game. It was a really disappointing effort, um, in my opinion, from them. Um, they just they just didn't really seem like they wanted to be there. And uh, came out flat, and I think uh, Coach Steckline talked afterwards about needing to ramp up the practice and make sure they practice better. So I think that's that's going to be interesting to see how they come out in this tournament after him kind of saying that and making a point to to talk about. I mean, he said after the game it was just an unfun game. <laughs> Um, which isn't really a word, but it's what he said, and it's it was kind of an unfun game to watch. It wasn't it wasn't pretty either way, really. And uh, and Maryville needs to play better than that if they're going to beat Chillicothe and if they're going to make any kind of run in this tournament. Um, but if they get through that, they probably get bad on the next round, and that that would be a tough game. Um, Benton and Smithville are the top seeds on the other side of the tournament. So it's a strong field. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they come out. Their first game is Tuesday, like we said. So um, that'll that'll be a big one. If they could beat Joe Coffey, that'd be a nice bounce back from what they had against Savannah. But um, with that being said, let's move to the uh, Northwest Missouri tournament where uh, – we got a bunch of teams in this one. Um, we'll start with the girls' side. Um, North Nottaway, it's a seven-team field, so it's one of those that's half pool play and half bracket play. Um, North Nottaway is the top seed on the girls' side. Um, they, are the, they get to lead the bracket play uh, with the game on Monday against Northland Christian. Um Rockport and East Atchison's JV team are also in that bracket side of play. Um, I like North Nottoway's chances to come out of that. Um, on the other end of the play, the three teams that will play round robin are Worth County, West Nottoway, and Nottoway Holt, which will be an interesting group of teams to see who comes out of that one. Um, I saw West Nottoway most recently against – or I saw uh, Worth County, excuse me, most recently against uh, Platte Valley's JV. 
in Platte Valley, JB almost beat him. Um, it wasn't. So Worth County is, I think, looking on the outside in, maybe you'd say Worth County is the favorite to come out of that side. They are the two seed in this tournament. But uh, Nottoway Holtz, the three seed, and I kind of like if Nottoway Holtz, kind of one of those hot and cold teams, but they're playing the way they're capable of. Uh, they could certainly get out of that side of the uh, out of that side of the bracket. But well, Anthony, when you look at this, um, those are kind of my initial thoughts. What do you think of this bracket? You know, Worth County has been. Uh, not what they've been in recent past. Um, I think that's still probably uh, a tough ask for West Nottaway. Um, but, you know, Nottaway hold, this is one that I think they should come out of. I think they're better than both teams. Um, they don't have to worry about, uh, you know, Gladstone for uh, Worth I was, County. I was going to say, when you mentioned a drop-off for uh... – for Worth County, it's really one name, and that would be Anna Gladstone. Yeah. She was pretty good at everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and seems to be doing pretty well at Northwest as well uh, with track. Um, so, yeah, I think Nottoway Holt needs to come out of this um, because I think, you know, they've improved a lot. Uh, you know, I saw them right after break, and they looked like a completely different team and a team that's just right now more talented uh, than the rest of the teams in this pool. For West Nottaway, uh, these are some games that they need to try and be competitive in, I think. Uh, you know, they've been, you know, hit with some injuries and stuff like that that's uh, really kind of hurt them. Um, but they're they're making strides. They may not be huge strides, but you can see them getting better. Um, so I think they just need to be, you know, somewhat improved and keep showing improvement. And I think for Nottaway Holt, that's, that's the pool they need to come out of. And North Nottaway on that top side, um, I really do think they're, they're the favorites on that side. I know they've been hit with injuries pretty hard, um, but I think they're kind of learning how to play with the new group they have and just what they're going to need that group to do with uh, playing a lot of minutes. Um, but Jackie Klein is probably um, the best player in this tournament. Um, and she's – I expect her to kind of carry them on the way to uh, to get into that final against likely either Nottoway Holt or Worth County. Um, Jaden Dobbins also been playing really well. She really closed the game in the Fairfax tournament that I saw. Um, yeah. So with that backcourt, that's a that's a strong start. And Saren Brown, been a little inconsistent with her scoring, but she's a really good defensive player. And Lauren Herndon, the same way as another freshman that's that's coming in. And uh, it's been a little hot and cold, but when she gets going, she can lead them in scoring pretty much any night. So uh, a fun group for North Nottaway to see what they should can do in this tournament. They are the top seed. I think that's they're deserving of that, and I would probably peg them as the favorites to win this. Um, their lack of size against Nottoway Holt could be a tough matchup in the in the finals. But I've also seen those teams play earlier this year, and North Nottoway's press is a big problem for Nottoway Holt as well. At least early in the year, I know they've improved 
at that lately. So it would be a real test if that would be the final that we get. Um, but should be a should be a fun tournament and uh, a real interesting one to see there. Yeah, I saw, the- uh, before you move on, uh, yeah. you know, South Holt has a really good press. And, you know, in that South Holt and uh, Nottaway Holt game, it, you know, end up going to overtime. That was – it was really impressive how the Trojans handled that press. Um, so I think that's that's an area where if it does come down to Nottaway Holt and North Nottaway, um, you know, both teams really have to be careful, um, you know, especially Nottaway Holt, their depth is uh, – there's not a lot of it. Um, and North Nottaway with their injuries, that's another one that's really lacking in depth as well. Yeah, um, and I should point out that when I saw that matchup, um, they still had Sailor Brown in the lineup. And with Sailor and Saren at the top of that press, and then Jaden and Jackie playing the passing lanes behind it, that really made that press tough to deal with. Now you have to move one of those two up from playing passing lanes uh, to take Sailor's spot. And and then just uh, you, you get weaker in the back end and you don't have Sailor at the top, who's your best defender. So I think that, that their press is – lost a little bit of its teeth lately so that that will be uh that'll be interesting to see and they don't they're hesitant to do it the whole game with not being able to sub very often anymore as well so maybe the press won't be as big of a factor as I think it is but I think if you get to that championship game it's gonna have to be because you can't they can't play half court with Norway Holt Norway Holt's too big they're, they're going to just power them into the post. So I think that's got to be the key for them in that game is is seeing who's, whose style prevails, whether it's the guards or the post, if we get to that game. But on the boys' side of things, um, it's a little bit more, I would say, a clear favorite in this one, probably with Northland Christian. Um, I saw Northland Christian earlier this year. Against Platte Valley, Platte Valley took them down to the wire. It was a good game, but they have a tremendous record and are a really good team for uh, Northland Christian, the Trail Blazers out there. And they're in the top half of the bracket as the number one seed. They play uh, the seven seed Nottaway or North Nottaway, excuse me, uh, in the first game. And then West Nottaway and Rockport will play in the other one. That one in bracket play is interesting to me because West Nottaway has been on a bit of a skid as of late. We talked about a little bit of inconsistency with them. And I saw Rockport play the other day in the Fairfax tournament. And they were an impressive group. They were a good team. Uh, they played against Nottaway Holt in that game, beat them pretty good. Uh, West Nottaway lost to Nottaway Holt the other day. They beat them in that tournament, so it kind of goes back and forth. But they, the, West Nottaway is going to have to to play at the the level they are capable of playing to win that game because Rockport won't won't just sit down for them and let them have it. That's going to be a good game. So that's probably my highlight of the. That first round on that side is uh, that West Nottaway Rockport game, and just seeing 
which Rockets team shows up. Um, before we jump into more of the bracket play, uh, the pool play, the three round-robin teams are Worth County, East Ashton, the varsity this time. They brought their varsity boys um, and not a way Holt. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of that Worth County team. I think they're a really talented group. I saw them go to six overtimes the other day. <laughs> so um, they're, they're a team that's definitely very talented. Aiden Gladstone's a really good player. Alex Reinhardt's a really good player. Um, they, they've got some guys over there. So um, not a way Holt's playing a lot better right now than they have been. And uh, East Ashton has, like I said, beaten West Ottaway a couple times. So they can play too a bit. But I would definitely have Worth County as a favorite to come out of that, that bottom half with the athletes they have and kind of the mismatch problems they can create. Anthony, this bracket as a whole, what what do you think of it? It's, it's and I feel like we were talking about this uh, a couple weeks ago with the boys tournament in uh, Fairfax. Um, just, it's really hard, um, kind of to pick a favorite. Um, you know, Northland Christian's been good, um, but they're a team that you know Platte Valley took to the wire. Um, so it's kind of hard. You know, Worth County has been kind of up and down as well. They're, they're really talented, but, you know, not really consistent, um, which is really, you know, I guess what you could say about just about every team <laughs> in this tournament. Uh, you know, Nottaway Holtz has shown they can knock off a team like West Nottaway. Um, but then, you know, they've been bad at times uh, too. Uh, East Atchison, really, I think if I had to pick a favorite, it may be them. Um, just they seem to be the most consistent. Uh, they kind of overcome uh, those early season injuries and seem to kind of find in their groove. Um, but all in all, if West Nottaway plays uh, like they're capable of, they're they could easily win the tournament. And I think um, that would go a long ways in you know swinging their season back in the right direction um, because it, you know wasn't that long ago we talked about uh, what this team could be. Um, but you know, re recently they just haven't been good and it's, it's a bit head scratching, um, without seeing them every day and know what's going on. Uh, it's hard to really pinpoint what it is. Um, but they're a much better team than what they've been playing. Um, they shouldn't have a problem with Rockport. Uh, and I think, uh, Northland Christian is likely to come out of that first round or the, and I think that's a team they should probably beat as well. Um, but then, you know, once you get to the winner of the pool play, um, they've shown they struggle with East Atchison. And I don't know if it's their athleticism or what it is, um, but whether it's East Atchison or Worth County, like you said, uh, both uh, have no shortage of athleticism. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think – the reason I picked Worth County over East Action, I think, for this one is I think they're just missing one defender. Like, they're going to put Kalen Merriweather probably on Alex Reinhardt, I would guess. And then if they do that, I think Ada Gladstone kills them. If they flip that, then I think Reinhardt kills them. I think there's just too many athletes. 
And they have other good players, too. The Cameron kid's a good player. They got sides at other spots, Worth County. I think Worth County is just a deeper team than than East Satchin. And I could be wrong. East Satchin, like we said, is, has come up with some big wins lately. But I just uh, – I like that, that Worth County team. I think they've underachieved a little bit for how much talent when I see them that I see on the floor. Um, I saw them beat Northeast Nottaway handily, um, really, really kind of destroy Northeast Nottaway. Um, and then I've also seen them, I know they lost to Stanberry in the Stanberry tournament. Um, Stanberry is another team that I think has kind of underachieved with how much talent they have. Well, I kind of, I looked at it. They lost to Stanberry um, before the tournament, only scored 32 points against them. Yeah. Um, and while you know Stanberry has some athleticism, they're not uh, a team that should hold you to 32 points, I wouldn't think. Uh, and then you know, but they lost. Kids are pretty dang athletic. But they lost to you know Platte Valley in that Stanberry tournament. They lost to you know Lafayette's JV team. Uh, I don't know what Lafayette has for their JV. I know their varsity is pretty good, but um, oh, let me tell you about that six overtime thriller. I saw the last four over time, and it was, <laughs> it was a thing. Um, and then they beat uh, Albany, who's a decent team, um, but not great by four points. So I, I don't really know what we'll get, you know, from them in this tournament, which I guess is what uh, makes these tournaments fun. Yeah, but that's why you know that's why I kind of led off with it's hard to. Uh, pick a favorite from that boys bracket. Yeah, Stanberry Stanberry is an interesting matchup for Worth County because they have size at every position. They're six four across the board pretty much, except for the McQueen kid, um, who's, who's a little shorter, but he doesn't play the whole game either, and they replace him with size. So when one of the Swayback kids is your uh, your point guard. That's that's some big kids out there to uh, to have. So that's why I kind of think the Stanberry game's a little bit of an anomaly. When I saw them against Northeast, who's a high quality team, they just outsized them, and I feel that's what's going to happen in both these matchups for uh, for Nottaway Holt and for uh, East Satchin as well. They're not the biggest teams in the world, and they they might give up a lot of that size to Worth County. But we shall certainly see, as the old adage goes, that's why they play the game. So um, before before that, um, do you have picks in both of uh, both these tournaments? Who you think is going to win it? I think it's a major disappointment if North Nottaway, the girls, don't win. Um, just because, no offense to, you know, your Worth Counties, you're not away Holtz, um, but North Nottaway is a much better team uh, than the rest in that bracket, even with uh, the injuries. Uh, I'm not saying it'll be easy, but I think that's one that they almost feel like they have to win. Uh, the boys bracket, uh, like I said, I don't, I don't really trust Worth County. Uh, don't trust the way West Nottaway is playing. So in that one, I'm just – I'm going to go with the Wolves uh, to come out of that one. Uh, but Northland Christian, who we haven't 
I don't think either one of us seen the person could very well win that one. Um, but as far as the teams we've seen play, I would go with East Atchison in that one. Speak for yourself. I have seen Northland Christian against uh, Platte Valley. Um, Northland Christian has one really, really good player. And I think if you can slow him down, you're going to kind of stop their team. He is a great shooter, long athletic guard. His name is escaping me right now, but um, he is, he's a good player. Um, he will provide a lot of challenges. I think West Ottawa, if they're playing the best they could, could cover him. I think you could put a Tyler Blay on him. He's a little bit tall for uh, some of their other guards. Dawson Fast could guard him if uh, if Dawson's really just dedicate yourself to him playing defense. Um, so one of those guys maybe would be the matchup. Um, since I don't want to be boring and pick the top seed in both brackets, I will pick Worth County and we'll go head-to-head on that one. I really – I think if it is a Worth County Northland Christian matchup, I think they have the athletes to throw some different guys at that kid and slow him down enough. That was Platte Valley's problems. They didn't really have anybody with the size and uh, athleticism both to really guard him. Uh, Worth County doesn't have that problem. I think if your East Action team met him too, I think Caleb Merriweather could could really take him out of the game with his, with his size and speed. But uh, so I don't like Northern Christian, either of those matchups, but I'm going with Worth County um, to win that one. And I agree. I think North Nottaway wins it. I wouldn't be as disappointed as it sounds like you are. If North Nottaway doesn't win that just because how beat up their team is. Um, But they would be my favorites to win it and come out of that. East Ashton's JV is the five seed in this tournament. So that probably tells you the, the girl side is a little bit watered down. So they should be able to come out of there and do come out of their half of the bracket at least. And then, and then see how they can match up with whoever comes out of the bottom half. So, with that being said, let's move on to the King City Tournament. And that features the Blue Jays of Northeast Nottaway. Um, On the girls' side, Northeast Nottaway has a tough draw. They are the eight seed, so they get Stanberry in the first round. Um, Stanberry, I saw them play a week ago in the championship game against – against Platte Valley in the uh, Stanberry Tournament. Platte Valley, it was an 11-point game. Um, I think Platte Valley kind of had control of it throughout. It was maybe not an 11-point game if you play that multiple times. But that being said, Stanberry is still a really, really good team. And Northeast Longway is going to have its hands full in that one. So they will likely – in the consolation semis, get the loser of South Holt and uh, King City, which I think South Holt wins that game. And um, I think Northeast Nottaway could give King City a game in the consolation semis. I'm interested to see, I'd be interested to see that game. That would be on a Wednesday. Um, but I think that could be a, a fun little game. 
And then uh, on the bottom half, DeCab plays Maysville. DeCab recently ranked in the uh, state top ten. They are a uh, they're a solid team. They beat East Action the other day, and East Action's girls are really good, as we covered before on this podcast. And DeCab beat them. Um, the other matchup is Albany against Stewartsville Osborne, who Stewartsville Osborne's a quality team too. I saw them in the PVI earlier this year. Um, they were the top seed in that PVI actually, and they're they're a solid team. So for them to be a six seed in this tournament is uh, pretty good. And I don't know if they King City beat them head to head, but that little seeding thing is a little bit confusing for me because I might have Stewartsville Osborne as a better team there and should be in that top half of the bracket. But uh, I, I think there's a really interesting uh, bracket here and uh, focus first on the Blue Jays. Um, obviously Stanberry is going to be a tough game for them, but after that, what against a King city or South hole, I don't, I've seen King City play this year. They're they're a solid team, but not a world-beating team by any degree. I have not seen South Holt. You've seen them. How would they match up against the uh, against Northeast if you if that matchup would come to pass? Uh, they, you know, my only concern with them um, is the press. Um, so Northeast would have to be really good. Uh, they'd have to show some real improvement in their ball handling. Um, but as we've seen from Northeast, um, they've made some major improvements this year. Um, you know, even more so than I thought they would. Um, for them, I think, you know, with Stanberry, that, that's going to be tough. Uh, you know, Platte Valley may have handled them, uh, but Platte Valley is a different animal. Uh, Stanberry's still really good. Um, so I get in that one, you just want to tread water <laughs> and do what you can. Um, and then I think whether it's King City or South Holt, um, seeing both, uh, that one's kind of a toss-up on who might win that one. Um, but either one, I think that's one where you don't want to get you know, your doors blown off. Uh, I think if you've improved as much as I think they have, that should be a game that you kind of hang around for a little bit in. Who are you picking in this tournament? Stanberry. I'm going to cap a little bit just to be different, but a little bit just because I think that East Action girls team is really good and the cab beat them. So I'm intrigued by uh, what the cab is bringing to the table right now. I think Stanberry is really good too. Um, keep it'd, it, be, it'd be a feel back. good story for Decab because um, as we saw, <laughs> you know, in football, uh, boys basketball, they, they deserve some good in their lives. And so it, I think we'd all feel good if DeCab won that tournament. I think they do make it to the finals. I think that is definitely your final matchup in this is Stanberry DeCab. And I don't know enough about DeCab's girls to really break it down other than the fact that they beat East Action. Um, so that's what I'm going to go with. Stanberry probably deserves my pick because keeping Platte Valley to 11 was a good result for them, even if, like, it wasn't as close as maybe that indicates. That's still a very good result. So um, that should be a fun fun final on Saturday. 
Saturday afternoon. Excuse me, I got the hiccups here. Um, I'm just so excited about DeKalb and Stanberry girls basketball. So uh, moving on to the boys' side of this one. Um, once again, familiar name at the top seed, Stanberry. Um, they played DeKalb in the opening round. Um, that might not go well for the uh, for the Tigers. Uh, the four five matchup is Stewartsville Osborne uh, versus Maysville, and then uh, Northeast Nottoway checks in as the number two seed in this one. Um, they'll play King City in the first round. King City is pretty good seven seed. I saw them beat uh, Nottoway Holt the other day, or not the other day, but coming out of break, and they're. They they handle Nottaway Hope pretty good, so they're they're solid. They have athletes on that team, guys like Landon Wells, Parker Muff. I know Anthony knows well from football, so um, that that game uh, Northeast Nottaway should win it, but they're not DeKalb. Um, so and then the three uh, six matchup is uh, Albany against South Holt. Um, you looked at me a little funny when I started singing the praises of King City. I think we've seen King City play two very different games, and I came away much more impressed, and you did not in that game. So I, th- I think we discussed this after the last podcast as I uh, went through King City's schedule um, because I think you called them a, uh, a what was it, an elite seven seed? Oh, maybe an elite seven seed. Seven seed standards aren't very aren't very high most of the time. Um, so I might stand by that, but um, we'll just say you're you're picking Northeast and I'm picking Northeast to advance through that game. I haven't seen Albany this year. I know you saw them early in the season against uh, against Platte Valley. Um, what? What are your thoughts on potential Albany matchup and uh, and kind of the thoughts on the rest of this tournament? You know, Albany is a, a decent team. Uh, they're not a team that really should scare anyone. Um, now, I, I just think Northeast Nottoway has the uh, too much athleticism. Um, and I think, you know, in this tournament – uh, what we're going to see is, you know, this is going to come down to the one and two seed, um, which will be interesting because, you know, as good as Northeast Nodaway is, um, it's going to be <laughs> tough to handle that height of Stanbury. Um, that said, you know, they scored 51 on Mound City, which uh, <laughs> is decent, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but I guess we saw the same thing, you know, kind of for Mound City and Stanbury. So picking between the two, I think it's tough. I think it'd be a really good game. Yeah. Uh, but I think the way Northeast has been playing, you know, I think I'd pick them to win this tournament. Um, I would just look ahead at that matchup. Um, like I just talked about when Northeast matched up with Worth County, they had a lot of trouble with the size on the wing and the physicality in the post. Um, Austin Pride's a really good, really good player. Um, he has struggled this year when somebody tries to back him down and just out muscle him in the post. 
he's kind of a finesse post, but he's the only post they have. So they, if that is the matchup and that comes to pass, then they need him to just be a beast out there and really control the paint um, against a kid like Austin Swayback, who just destroyed Platte Valley on the boards all night. That kid is so athletic. He can handle the ball. He can do a little bit of everything. Obviously, his brother's the the point guard for the team, and they have similar skill sets, and one plays center and one plays point guard. So that's how versatile those guys are. Um, but they're, I, I think Stanberry's boys are, I said it before, a really talented team. I'm, uh, I would pick them to win this tournament. We talk about Swaybacks. We also need to talk – would need to talk Colin Sager. Colin's – a tremendous basketball player. Um, he he would one of those big wings that would scare me in terms of how do you match up. Landon Moore takes the other one who's also huge and can do a little bit of everything out there. So they they just throw a lot of size at you, and that that would scare me if I'm Northeast not away. Roy. Jackson, I would assume it's similar to their matchup in early December where Stanbury won 49-42. Yeah. I think it's similar to that. Um, so if you're Northeast not away, maybe a few things go your way um, and you get the 49. But I think it's a close, uh, good game um, because I think both teams have really improved since then too. Um, you know, I, I was told – Stanbury had some kids coming back from injury in that uh, Stanbury tournament. Um, so they may be uh, even a little better than then. But I also think Northeast has improved a lot uh, since that uh, one and three start or uh, you know, three and three start to start the year. So I think it'd be a, a pretty good game. But, you know, I think either one of us could be right. And I don't think we'd be shocked by it. Uh, yeah, I don't mean to talk. It sound like I'd be shocked if Dorothy's wins that game. Roy Jackson's an elite coach. I think they go into it with a coaching advantage in almost every game they play with Roy. And with the way that Stanberry team's underachieved, I kind of think this would be one of those games. But the athleticism will be tough to handle. Um, that's it's it'll be interesting. That'll be some uh, musty entertainment on uh saturday at 4 30 if that happens but um my pick is stanberry to win this tournament sounds like yours is northeast so we'll just go against each other again on that one but uh anyway one more tournament to break down tonight um we've got the north platte invitational and the girls side um, when they don't list seeds on the bracket and seem to have them all mixed up here, makes it a little bit harder to, to break down from that way. But um, the girls' side, I think the favorites to win this tournament are the uh, Platte Valley no-names. Um, they have been playing really well, obviously, with their undefeated record. They get Mound City, which should be an easy game in the first round. And then they get the winner of uh, North Platte, West Platte to earn a way into the final. I really like what Platte Valley's been doing all year. 
Uh, they got a big game from Maggie Collins the other day and a win over East Action, who we talked about. We both we both liked our girls team and they uh, and Platte Valley kind of ran away with that one. Maggie Collins had 17 points in that game uh, to lead them in scoring. Malia had 13, I believe. Um, so the Collins sisters had had a nice game. When I saw them against Stanbury, Sarah Langford had a huge game. And she's normally their eighth or ninth man, but she came through with the with the team high in points that day too, with thirteen. So um, they can kind of they have a lot of weapons. Stephanie Turpin could lead them in scoring any night. Briley Angle could. Um, Jackie Pappard's the first team All State player, and she's like the seventh player I mentioned there in the run through. So they are so incredibly deep. Uh, Paige West is probably actually their leading scorer this year. I didn't even mentioned her yet. So that team, that team's just stacked. Um, I will pick them to win this tournament, but they could get some interesting games, especially mid bucks in that bottom half of it might very well come out of there. Either North Platte or West Platte or both bigger schools that they would have to face. So it, it should be interesting, but um, the girls' side of it, just what are you seeing from uh, from these teams, Anthony? Uh, you know, North Platte uh, may be the second-best team, um, but as we've discussed, uh, I'm not going to pick Platte Valley to lose a game. Uh, maybe we can talk about that come uh, you know, playoff time, but I think this is a tournament that they uh, kind of walk through uh, – and win with relative ease. Uh, you know, we've seen them against Midbuck, uh, you know, against North Andrew. I just, there's just not a team, uh, you know, not only in this tournament, in the area that really scares me. You know, maybe if Stanbury was in this tournament, maybe, but, um, you know, I think this is one that uh, Platte Valley almost makes it kind of boring um, just because of their dominance. Um, and I think that's one. Is one they win pretty easily. Yeah, coming off this last week, playing Midbuck, playing East Action, those were kind of games that I thought, hey, maybe there's a chance they drop one of them. I know Midbuck's record isn't stellar, but they've got some big wins. They beat Stanbury. They beat they beat some good teams, and they're one of those programs that is always really good. Uh, but Platte Valley handled them, then they handled East Action. Uh, both those games I thought they could lose. Um, so I don't think they will be tested all year. I think it's kind of a cakewalk the rest of the regular season for them and probably up into that state championship game with Walnut Grove, if we're being honest. Um, but Tyler Peterson doesn't want to hear that. It's an every game mentality. So um, they're definitely going to have to come out and play. Uh Maybe not against Mound City. I think they handle Mound City regardless. But after that, there are at least teams that can do different things. And and maybe they can play some four-quarters games where their JV isn't playing most of the game, at least. And uh, that'll be good for their development. But, yeah, I think it's safe to say we're both picking Platte Valley to win this tournament rather easily. Um on the boys' side of things, it gets more interesting. Um, 
North Platte, Mount City, and that top line matchup, and West Platte, Platte Valley playing each other, and the other half of that top half of the bracket. And then the bottom half has Mid Buck versus Polo and North Andrew versus Plattsburgh. Um, this this is a fun tournament. Um, this this side is is pretty loaded, and that's probably not good news for Platte Valley, who I think has really improved a lot. Impressed me a ton against Stanberry in the uh, in the Stanberry third place game that I went to, but this, this tournament has some bigger schools and will present some problems. It basically took the best team, the best two teams out of uh, the plat or the Stanberry tournament and plopped them into uh, even more loaded field um, here. So plat Valley has a, has a tough test in this one with uh with West Platte, I know you've looked into West Platte a little bit, Anthony. So, uh, so give a give your West Platte scouting report and why this might not be a, a good matchup. It's not a great matchup for them. Just uh, you know, we're going off of a schedule and what we've seen teams do. But West Platte has uh, been impressive this year. But that you know, the thing with Platte Valley is they are capable you know, of beating a West Platte. Um, You know, I think they're capable of beating a lot of teams. Um, But, you know, you know, this is a West Platte team that beat South Holt by 45. Uh, You know, they only lost to Chillicothe by seven. And we kind of discussed uh, how good we think Chillicothe is. Even being the five seed in that Cameron tournament felt a bit low. But again, that was a loaded tournament. Um, yeah, so it's a tough class it's five a, and class four teams in that one versus class one and class two in this. Yeah. Uh, if this was, you know, 2019, this would be uh, just an epic tournament with the amount of talent in it. Um, but I, I don't know if they can get past what's plat. It's, it's kind of on whatever team you see. And I think we saw that in Stanbury because um, they were really impressive, uh, you know, against. Uh, Worth County and then turn around and uh, they just won the same team against North Andrew and uh, really got demolished in that game. Um, so it kind of depends on what team we see. Um, either way, whether it's West Platte, Platte Valley, um, after the first round, uh, you're probably taking the L in that next matchup um, because as dominant as you know the Platte Valley girls are in the girls' side, uh, I don't think there's a team that can hang with the Mountain City boys on the boys' side. Yeah, I think this tournament's a lot more interesting in that regard. Uh, some programs that certainly have the history and have had have some great athletes. Midbuck, Kemper just does a great job coaching those guys. Um, North Andrew came out and faced, uh, faced Mountain City in the finals of uh, – of the Stanberry tournament. I don't think they probably make it to the finals. Um, I would probably lean mid buck, but um, yeah, I'm not picking against Tony Osborne and Landon Papa. Those guys, uh, those guys can play some ball. Um, they're a scary duo uh, later in the season. And maybe some of these teams could expose if they 
are lacking some depth, but there's no one-two punch that's better than those guys um, that I've seen, regardless of classification. So um, unless they can expose some depth or maybe one of those guys gets in foul trouble or, or, or certainly we don't want an injury for either of those guys. But that's really the only way I see Mount City struggling is if they, for some reason, don't have one of those guys for a while. So, uh, yeah, I'm big in Mount City in that one. Be boring. Uh, there, <laughs> there may be one team in the state that I think uh, could hang with Mount City. Um, and I saw them last year. The Missouri uh, Tigers. We both we – both <laughs> Well, we've both actually seen them the last couple of years, and that's uh, that Dora team is really, really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the Luna kids transferred though. Oh. Man. Yep, their coach and them. Uh, or their dad was the coach. He took a job in Arkansas. Um, I'm guessing the partially to recruit his son. So they're good players. They have another uh, really good player too that. Again, his name's escaping me off the top of my head. Uh, the player of the year last year. Um, and I'm not sure if he's back this year even. But that door team is good. But uh, Mount City jumped up. Talking about polls, which I don't – Well, I say all that, and uh, Dora is 6-13 and 13 this year, so – Yep, yep. I'm pretty sure the one kid graduated that one player of the year last year. And like I said, the Luna kids transferred, and they were their second, third, and fourth best players on that team. So um, yeah, they uh, that that hurts when that happens. So um, if we were a more professional podcast, we'd probably cut out that so Anthony doesn't look as dumb. But <laughs> hey, I listen, enjoy it, listen, so. I'll, I'll take the L on that one. Um, if it were eight man football. And then we we'd have to discuss cutting that out, but yeah, uh, we can't have. We I don't pretend Bass making fun of you out here. There are way too many teams uh, in Class One basketball for me to really, uh, you know, be an expert. Yeah, in. it's tough to keep track of. Neither do I. Neither do the pollsters at uh, the Missouri Basketball Coaches Association. But that's a talk for another day. Um, Much like the Stanbury well, uh, tournament, uh, when I <laughs> I uh, maybe was the reason Stanbury got destroyed by Mountain City, um, because after that first quarter, I think I tweeted that hey, they're hanging around, and then uh, Tony did his thing and scored fifty three points, and uh, it was over after that. Yeah, the shortest standing tournament record ever after a kid scored forty three the night before. Uh, he just comes out and casually does it. So, uh, yeah, they're a good team. That that sums that up. But a lot of good teams will be in action next week. It'll be a fun tournament week. Hopefully, if you survive to the end of this podcast, kudos to you. Um, we will see you next week. Anthony and I will be all over the road. Uh, we covered six games last uh last Saturday and uh, we'll try to do something like that again this Saturday, get you updates from all over Northwest Missouri with all these quality tournaments going on. So uh, we'll talk to you next week after we figure out how these play out. Thanks for listening.